You're listening to episode number four of My Bible Thoughts with Pastor Rich. This is a podcast where I read a section of scripture, and currently we're going through the book of Acts, and I give you my thoughts on God's Word. This is typically a Bible study of around 8 to 10 minutes, and you can use this as a reflection time to draw near and commune with our God. So I'm Pastor Rich. Thank you so much for being here. So my Bible verses for today are going to be in Acts chapter 2. We're going to start in verse 14, and we're going to look at Peter's sermon. Having come under the conviction of the Holy Spirit, he steps out and he speaks to the people around him. Now, I read from the NASB translation of the Bible. So if you're following along today, you might go to your Bible app and go to the NASB translation. Now, my main point today will be that the early church was brought into existence not only by the Holy Spirit, but it was God working through man. He uses preaching as the divine instrument to accomplish his task. Now, there are three points to Peter's sermon. So we're going to start out with the first point, and Peter stands up and he tells everyone in attendance what happened. Why did Pentecost happen? So read along with me, verse 14. But Peter, taking his stand with the other eleven, raised his voice and declared to them, Men of Judea and all you who live in Jerusalem know this and pay attention to my words. For these people are not drunk as you assume, since it is only the third hour of the day. But this is what has been spoken through the prophet Joel. Verse 17, And it shall be in the last days, God says, that I will pour pour out my Spirit on all mankind, and your sons and your daughters will prophesy, and all your young men will see visions, and your old men will have dreams. Even on my male and female servants, I will pour out my Spirit in those days, and they will prophesy, and I will display wonders in the sky above and signs in the earth below, blood, fire, and vapor of smoke. The sun will be turned into darkness and the moon into blood before the great and glorious day of the Lord come. And it shall be that everyone who calls on the name of the Lord will be saved. So that's point number one. He's explaining to the crowd that the Holy Spirit has come upon them. Now, think how wonderful this message would have been to them. You know, prior to this, God had spoke In the Old Testament, in Hebrew, maybe a little bit of Aramaic, God for the very first time is speaking in non-Jewish languages. So this shows that this gives evidence that whoever calls upon the name of the Lord will be saved. Israel's no longer the only nation that is favored by God. And as the church expands beyond the borders of Israel, more and more people from from around the world are going to be saved. Now for point two, Peter tells them, why it happened, why the day of Pentecost, why the Holy Spirit. So follow along with me. He said, Men of Israel, listen to these words. Jesus the Nazarene, a man attested to you by God with miracles and wonders and signs which God performed through him in your midst just as yourselves know. This man, delivered over by the predetermined plan and foreknowledge of God, you nailed him to a cross by the hands of godless men and put him to death. But God raised him from the dead, putting an end to the agony of death, since it was impossible for him to be held in its power. For David says of him, I saw the Lord continually before me. 
because he is at my right hand, so that I will not be shaken. Therefore my heart was glad, and my tongue was overjoyed. Moreover, my flesh also will live in hope. For you will not abandon my soul to Hades, nor will you allow your Holy One to undergo decay. You have made known to me the ways of life, and you will make me full of gladness with your presence. Point number two, he tells them that the Holy Spirit has come because Jesus' work was complete here on earth. He's ascended into heaven, and now he sent the Spirit for them. Peter says, you killed Jesus, but it worked out for good. You killed Christ, but Christ sends the Spirit. Now comes point number three. Peter answers the question, why the Spirit? So we're going to start in verse 29. Peter says, Brothers, I may confidently say to you regarding the patriarch David that that he both died and was buried, and his tomb is with us to this day. So because he was a prophet and knew that God had sworn to him with an oath to seat one of his descendants on the throne, he looked ahead and spoke of the resurrection of the Christ. And he has neither abandoned to Hades, nor did his flesh suffer decay. It is this Jesus whom God raised up a fact to which we are all witnesses. Therefore, since he has been exalted at the right hand of God and has received the promise of the Holy Spirit from the Father, he has poured out this which you both see and hear. For it was not David who ascended into heaven, but he himself says, The Lord said to my Lord, Sit at my right hand until I make your enemies a footstool for your feet. Therefore, let all the house of Israel know for certain that God has made him both Lord and Christ, this Jesus whom you crucified. The sermon by Peter kind of takes a turn here, and he's pointing his finger at them. He says, you crucified the Messiah. Look what you've done to him. And and basically he's saying, repent, you need to change your attitude because God now has Jesus reigning in glory. So come under his reign, have faith in him. Uh, this Holy Spirit that you have just witnessed will be received by everyone, everybody at the moment of conversion. So if you look at this sermon as a whole, this was a Christ-centered, dogmatic, in-your-face sermon. And it was all from the Bible. And it was convicting because we know that 3,000 after hearing this sermon were converted. I believe they were ashamed for what they had done. They were convicted of their guilt. And repenting, they turned to him coming to Christ. And wouldn't you have liked to been at this sermon to have witnessed it? So those are my thoughts on Peter's sermon in Acts chapter 2. Now, as you know, on my Bible Thoughts podcast, the Word of God, of course, is lifted up and is exalted. It's authoritative, it's real, and it's active. But I also want to emphasize the importance of prayer. So we are going to be a prayerful podcast. So I want you to pray along with me no matter where you're at. You can bow your head, but if you're driving, don't do that. Keep your eyes open. But let's pray. Heavenly Father, I pray that you uplift this podcast and this Bible study, Lord, that it might always be pleasing, edifying to you, Father, that it always honors your holiness. Father, today I pray for our listeners, and if anybody has any doubts about Jesus, that those questions are answered. I pray that if there's anyone listening, Father, that doesn't know you, that the conviction of the Holy Spirit work on them 
today. Father, we're thankful for the work of the Holy Spirit uh, dwelling in dwelling amongst us. We're thankful for the work of the Holy Spirit within the church, Father. We're thankful for the faithful preachers who fill the pulpits on Sunday morning for your bride, the church. Father, we're thankful for your word, the book of Acts, and the men and women that you built this church upon. And as we depart today, Lord, may none of us forget your Holy Son who died for our sin and now sits at your right hand very much alive and in glory. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. So I want to thank you today for listening to this podcast and letting me be part of your Bible study routine. Thank you and have a great day.